Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. This is the last Friday of July. As we uh, get ready to head into August next week, we've got some earnings coming out today that we'll talk about the likes of Ford and others. And uh, we got the PCE coming out this morning. So some, some big numbers coming out we need to talk about to see how we're doing. Uh, we'll do that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, let's not forget that uh, that there's only one thing that you can really control when it comes to your retirement portfolio, and that's how much risk you have. You need to understand what risk you have in your current portfolio. You need to measure it. You need to determine if it's the right amount of risk for you based on where you are. That's exactly why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. Clark's there at 105.7 Light FM. Hi, I'm really glad to have you here today. 841, let's check in on your money on Wall Street and see what's going on. We kind of broke a winning streak on the Dow yesterday. Let's see if we can start a new one going. Check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who is on the phone. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today? Uh... Yeah, it's just hard for me to believe. I know time flies, but it is really flying by when you think this is the last Friday of July. And man, it's uh, streaming by real fast, isn't it? It certainly is. I can always tell the month is almost over when Caladium Festival comes around. And that's my activity <laughs> later on this morning. Go down there and uh, dance around in the sunshine. Uh, my yeah. bet is that Don Elwell has his shirt off by now because he's already down there. And he's been there for 45 minutes already. Yeah, it's uh, hot. Oh, it is, it is. Anyway, yesterday we broke a winning streak. Dow fell 237 points. Standard & Poor's was down by 29, and uh, the NASDAQ fell by 77. It was not a good day on Wall Street. Evidently, we were unimpressed by the Federal Reserve's uh, patter from the day before, right? You know, I'm not sure, Dave, because if uh, memory serves me right, is it we didn't start out all that bad. Um you know, but all of a sudden, you know, it just kept streaming down and down and down. And we were down worse than what we ended up uh, before yes. the day was over. And uh, and it was yeah, it was it was a slide. I think um, maybe some profit taking based on the day before when the, the Nasdaq had such a big up day. Uh, but uh, but yep, the Dow broke their uh, their winning streak for sure which gives us a chance to uh, start another winning streak. And it might just happen off of the data dump we got from the federal government this morning. Uh, first of all, the weird news, because uh, you look at personal income and personal spending, you kind of figure that income should, in an ideal world, go up more than spending. But no personal income in the country went up by three-tenths of a percent last month. Our spending went up by five-tenths of a, of, a of a percent. So we're uh, still burning our plastic, even though our incomes are going up thing that uh, matters the most, though, is the uh, Federal Reserve has always said they watch the personal consumption expenditures inflation rate. That's what they're paying attention to, and that came out this morning. First of all, PCE inflation overall now at an annual rate of 3.0. That is eight-tenths of a percent less than it was from the report last month, and uh, possibly even more importantly for the market, it's exactly what the analysts expected. It's declining. It's going in the right direction. And it looks like the decline is accelerating a little bit, doesn't it? You know, it does, which is which is great news. Uh, uh, I think the Fed 
I pray the Fed will weigh this heavily on their next decision um, as they go forward. And and I know the the core was was about the same or or, or at least going the right direction. Yeah, the core was actually, it was a pretty good-sized improvement over prior year, too. The annualized core PCE, that gets rid of the stuff that goes up and down. It was 4.6% annualized. It's down to 4.1% annualized, and that's actually a little bit better than they expected. One of my analysts was saying they expected 42 So while it's a higher number, it's uh, still it's declining at a fairly rapid pace, and it's actually better than the market expected. That all put it all together into a big ball uh, should show us the progress the Fed should need to see uh, for their meeting later on next month, to whether or not they're going to kneecap us again with another interest rate increase. Yeah, that's right. My analysts were the same way. They expected four point two, so the four point one was a nice surprise. And and actually, Dave, that's the lowest we've seen since September of twenty twenty one. That was the number I had. I think the, I think the overall was way down in August of 2021, where we had three percent overall PC inflation. So, I mean, you know, there's no doubt whatsoever we're going in the direction that we should be going. If uh, if I ruled the world, I'd say hold off for a little while and see what happens in terms of another interest rate bump, because. Uh, uh, you noted the bonds, the uh, federal bond yield, uh, the 30-year bond is now over 4% again, and that does not bode well for mortgage rates, does it? It, it does not, because that's what they're going to focus on. And so you can expect if that's going to hang around that 4% number um, and cross back over again, then you can expect mortgage rates to pump up this next week. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing 6.5% uh, mortgages being a bargain in a month or so, don't you? Yeah, if this rate continues to hold. Makes me feel like a rocket science is for refinancing a couple of years ago at 2.9. <laughs> Does make a difference. Earnings season continues, and uh, one of my analysts that I was reading a column on said, uh, based upon the early returns on earnings season, he sees something I don't. He says it looks to him like uh, quarter two was the bottom of the earnings recession, quote, unquote, and things are improving a little bit. I'm, I'm seeing two doggone many hard rooms to play for. Investors uh, looking at their uh, reports from their favorite companies and saying, I'm still selling even if they are beating the street, which indicates to me that absolute, park, uh, absolute profits are still falling off from prior years, don't you? Well, they are. And, and I think that, you know, to make that call is pretty bold. Right. And then because we, we still I mean, maybe it is, maybe it's not, but we don't know. And that's a that's a pretty bold call to, to make, um, you know, at, at this stage of the game. Kind of struck me that way, too. Of course, something you and I have both also said is that columnists and uh, pundits have a tendency to go out on real long limbs and then if the odds uh, favor them for a change that it actually happens, then they put out ads saying, come to me because I was the one that predicted it. And then we just forget about all the predictions they made that were wrong. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, I, I'm going to go out on a limb. It will rain sometime in the next week. <laughs> You'd be and like every gonna... other weatherman, right? Yeah, and then I'm going to crow about it when it actually rains. Uh, we do have a bunch of earnings were coming out, and uh, kind of a company that was almost becoming a dinosaur in high tech, Intel. They've had a couple, three bad months because they've got a couple, three bad quarters because they've been getting their share of the market chipped away by AMD. I gather they found a magic number for this one, didn't they? I'm not so sure about a magic number, but they did bounce back after two um, quarters of, of losses. 
um, they've actually been able to uh, to rise up um, in this uh, last quarter. Uh, they they beat both on earnings and on uh, on revenue um, this last quarter. And so they, they beat by about 13 cents a share. Or they came in at 13 cents a share. I'm sorry, on on almost 13 billion dollars of revenue. So good numbers there. They're up six percent this morning, Dave. Intel is one of those, you know, they were the first with the best. They were the company that had the processor that ran the IBM PC and all of its uh, all of its uh, DOS and Windows successors. And then a couple of competitors got in there, and all of a sudden the market got fragmented on them and gave them some troubles. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, earlier in the week we had GM report. Um, yeah. Last night after the market closed, we had Ford reported. Um, and Ford really had a, a good quarter. Um, they, they beat, uh, they came in at 72 cents a share versus the 55 cents expected. And they, they beat revenue wise by over $2 billion. Um, now the fly in the ointment for them is electric vehicles. Um, that area ended up losing, uh, more than expected. Um, and, and so that, that wasn't good for them. Uh, a matter of fact, if you look at the, they kind of broke it down this way, because you remember last quarter, Ford decided they were going to break down things into operational units. Mm -hmm. So the old gas operated, the things you and I like to go buy at Ford, Ford Blue is what it's called now. And they earned $2.3 billion. Uh, the commercial business, which is now called Ford Pro, uh, had revenue of $2.39 billion. And the Model E for electric vehicles was at one point, almost $1.1 billion. So, um, they raised expectations, so things look good there. However, they are getting beat up this morning, 1.4%. And most of that's on the fact that um, electric vehicles are expected to lose more this year than anticipated, even though they've raised their overall guidance uh, by about $2 billion on the, on the upside. I, you know, I think all those car companies that have said, we're going to just stop making gas-powered vehicles are starting to get hit with that promise, hoisted on their own petard, because even when their EV sales are growing, uh, you, you, your three divisions that you mentioned there, the petroleum-powered vehicles were like four times what the EV division was doing. It ain't there yet. I wouldn't stop making those gas-powered cars yet. No, they they even what part of their their press release even said you know the EV adoption has been way lower, taking longer and slower than the company had expected, and uh, and part of it's because of higher costs. But you and I both talk about the other part of it is you can't get from here to California in a reasonable amount of time in an electric vehicle, and so until they fix that problem, they're not going to become uh, the uh, you know the, the family car to take the vacation in. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, and I, I still have faith it's going to happen someday. I saw an ad cross my uh, cross one of my Google searches the other day talking about how there's a, a new model, one of the major brands that's supposed to be able to get 800 miles on a charge. If they actually do that, now they're getting into the range of something that they can get some broader adoption. But, you know, I'm sorry, a car I can only drive 200 miles on the highway with before it needs to be charged ain't going to work with my individual lifestyle. I got faith it's going to happen. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's right. The scientists, they'll figure it out eventually, Dave. Oh, yeah, it'll happen. I just, it just hasn't happened yet. It's a little early to say we're going to stop making gas engines. Yep. Hey, we got uh, Roku reported. 
Um, mm. And they're having a big day today. Um, and they didn't make money, but they didn't lose near what they were expected to lose. Um, they're expected to lose like $1.26 a share. Uh, they only lost 76 cents. And their revenue was, uh, I'll say, about $70 billion, I mean, $70 million more than expected. So, uh, so they were up as high as 10%. They're down about 9.5% right now. And then uh, let's focus on oil companies because we had two of those guys report today, Exxon mm-hmm. and Chevron. Um, now, Chevron, I mean, Exxon had mixed results. They uh, they missed on uh, on earnings, but beat on revenue. Um, and they're trading down um, a little less than two-tenths of a percent this morning. Now, Chevron, they uh, they beat across the board. Um, and uh, however, you know, if you look at year over year, their earnings fell from a year ago, but they're flat right now, basically, uh, to start the morning off. How in the heck can you screw up at $3.69 a gallon for gas? No, right now, I think it's going to go up <laughs> when you see the oil price today. So, uh, um, yeah. the other, uh, I don't know, where do you want me to go? Um, I got PG reported. They, right. uh, they their quarter revenue beat expectations. Um, they released a gloomy outlook for 2024 sales, and uh, Wall Street didn't like that for a little while, but it's bounced back up. It must have been a buying opportunity earlier this morning because it's up one and a half percent. All the, right, uh, one more big loser today, and this is not a name that everybody's going to recognize, however. It is an integral part when it comes to um, solar and electric vehicles and that kind of stuff. And that's called in-phase energy. Um, they had a terrible quarter. Um, they uh, they missed their uh, revenue number by about $11 million, came in at $711 million, um, And they fell short on earnings as well. They are trading down uh 14% this morning. Ooh, I don't like that. They have the control that they make the control unit for my solar system at home, so I'm familiar with that brand. Yeah. Resetting the table, it was an off day on Wall Street yesterday. The Dow was the big loser in the bunch, down two thirds of a percent. But the Standard and Poors, the Nasdaq, the Russell two thousand all lost ground as well. Even the VIX went down, which kind of surprised me a little bit. Forty five minutes before we open, what are we looking at this morning, sir? Hey, Dave, I got some green ink. It is off of their highs from uh, when those original numbers came out at 8.30 this morning. But the Dow is still up a half a percent right now. The S&P 500 is up almost seven-tenths of a percent. That's $31. And the NASDAQ 100 right now is a huge winner, up 1.1%, almost $170 on that first 100 uh, NASDAQ stocks. Russell 2000 is not far behind them. It's uh, up a little over eight-tenths of a percent. So some good numbers coming out on the indexes this morning. Even on the other side, we've got green ink today, Dave. Silver's up four-tenths of a percent, still below 25, though, at $24.46 an ounce. Gold up a little over a half a percent to $1,956 an ounce. Dave, crude oil. Uh-oh. Over 80. $80.19 a barrel. That's up about uh, a little over a tenth of a percent from close yesterday. And you see $4 a gallon coming. Yeah, you know, and I'm fixing to take a road trip. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I may take a bus. Just uh, my luck. Over, yeah, yeah, really. Over
overseas markets, mixed bag in both the Asian rim and in Europe. For the most part, Asian rim was up. For the most part, the European theater is down, but uh, no big movements on either side first thing this morning. Getting a plan for retirement counts for a lot, no matter what age you're at. How do I find you to get that plan so I can retire the way I'd hope to? You know, the planning is a big part of retirement. That's why I developed the core retirement design to help folks out there design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again Monday morning, same time on Light FM. Philip, thank you much. We'll see you then. All right. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I thank you for joining me today. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the Claytable Festival if you head that way. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you again on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend.